0: Hi, this is Mark Myers, the director of My Friend Dahmer. We summon the darkness and human capital, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. To the Horror Squad podcast tonight, we're talking about Monstrum, which is currently streaming on Shudder. If you don't know what Shudder is, it's a all horror streaming service, which is really awesome. Uh, tonight, it's just going to be me, Steve, and Joe. Sam's out today, so we miss her. And Joe, I think he has some news for everybody.
1: Yes, I do. Um, so earlier today, Steve and I just uh, did an interview with Bruce McDonald, who horror fans would probably know him best for Pontypool which was a big indie hit back in the late to mid late 2000s. I think it was. Uh, but yeah, we had him on because he's promoting his new movie uh, called dreamland, which will be hitting uh, VOD on June 5th. Uh, the interview will be uh, on next week's episode, but uh, yeah, check it out next week. Miracle him and Steve talked about being Canadians.
0: Yeah, uh, he sure did
2: is he uh close to you or not really because yeah King he's like huge. Uh, he's like four hours away from me but he, he is he is, uh born two hours away from me so huh. we we practically know each other you know? <laughs> somehow. To, Yeah,
1: know yeah. yep they had a nice little conversation before the weather weather before we got started that's right <laughs> the
2: fact that it was snowing two weeks ago <laughs> and now it was uh like 102
1: i think Ooh. two days ago uh, yeah. some history though on this interview our first ever zoom interview we usually always record through skype but he didn't have skype so our first ever zoom interview
0: mm, that's cool
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> S-
0: speaking of the heat um as you know it's my weakness if i was a super villain and my lawnmower broke my riding mower um ah. so now i have to mow my my acre with a push mower that sucks and it fucking blows
1: that and yeah I, and I hate it <laughs> yep my old house i had about a half acre and i had to push mower and i can't even imagine doing an acre man
0: <laughs> well it's terrible
1: but what does yeah. that take you that must take you like hours um i only did the backyard
0: because the front yard luckily i got through it with my riding one before the it blew up in the backyard. it didn't blow up like the freaking blade went through the bottom and got stuck so i'm glad i got stuck in something other than my leg um but it's about two hours for the backyard so probably a little bit more for the front because it got a little Uh. bit more grass Uh. so it's not fun and i called like lawn um lawn service and they're like we're booked for the season i didn't know that was a thing wow so i'm like crap
1: well yep Good luck. Lo- Godspeed. Thank you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> and and speaking of uh, our, like, uh, you know, you said last week that heat was, like, your downfall. Actually, I said cold, but I found mine. Uh, it's fucking allergies. Like, it's mm. s- straight-up allergy season right now. I can't even go outside. My eyes will just, like, completely go numb and red and itchy, and it's, it's awful. I, yeah. I people have
0: allergies, man, because I don't have them, like, 99% of the time. But when I do, I'm like, oh, oh my God. And then my <laughs> wife makes fun of me for it because she has to do, like, the shots. I don't know if you guys know what that is, but some kind of, like, shot treatment. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that sucks, man.
1: Yeah. I've gotten it yeah, worse so with the, eight. The older I've gotten, the worse it's got for me. Yeah,
2: and that's what I was going to say. Up until three years ago, I didn't really have it. But three years ago, it started kicking in. It's been getting worse and worse. So, yeah, that, father time su- is coming.
0: I know. Isn't that super lame that you can, like, form... Like, milk allergies and stuff. and Yep. Like, yeah. when you're older. That's, that's yep. not fair. We had
1: a, I had a, a friend. Um, he, he developed a peanut allergy when he was, like, in his mid-20s. And, like, he loves Penis peanuts. peanut allergy? A pe- uh. peanut. <laughs> and, he, and he loved peanuts. Like, imagine just, like, Sucks. loving, like, peanut butter and, like, oh, That's, like, like, a, a
0: dangerous peanut. one, too.
1: It is, yeah. Well, yeah, we it was like we were like watching a football game and we had like a bowl of peanuts. And all of a sudden he started like breaking out in hives. He said that like yeah.
2: his throat didn't seize up. Right. You know what? What's one, th- what's one thing you guys uh, w- would like really be devastated if you found out you were allergic to it?
1: Ooh. Probably like cheese or like, like if I became lactose intolerant just cause I love pizza so much. Why would
0: I be devastated? I don't know, because like aren't like peanuts and everything? like con- yeah, they kind of are. <laughs> like I'm not like uh, like I don't crave peanut butter or anything, but it isn't like the oils and a lot of stuff, so you have to alter like a lot of your diet. yeah, so I, probably that because I eat a lot of um like chips and stuff, so I think that would have the oils in it. Mm-hmm. unless I'm completely wrong. Um, but speaking of peanuts, uh, I was at a baseball game one time, and I don't know if you guys agree with this or not. But a lady was like, "Can you guys not eat any nuts around my kid?" They have a peanut allergy. Oh, but it's geez. like, like nuts are a thing for baseball. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is it is that parent in the right, or are they the asshole? It's
1: a think? tough. It, it's a tough one. I mean, you are out in public, so like telling people what to do is kind of that's definitely annoying. But if her son's like deathly ill of like peanuts, I guess I can like kind of understand what she's coming from, but. Yeah, it's that's literally like a, that's, in
0: the, it's in the song though
1: yeah i know no it's it's that's it's definitely a tricky one like if i really liked peanuts i'd be like oh what the fuck but yeah, yeah i don't know i mean i guess you could like safely just spit the peanut shells like back into the bag or something i don't know
0: <laughs> i don't know i just wouldn't risk it personally or buy like the yeah. worst nosebleed
1: possible right just yeah chill there but just yeah don't bring your kid to a i guess that kid can never go to uh was it texas roadhouse then I I, good. I don't like that place.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, Want to get to some questions?
1: I was like, Steve probably has no idea.
0: Oh wait, wait. Yeah, Steve, what's your
2: allergy thing that you would hate? Uh, Dairy. I love milk, so that would be just like ice (laughs)
0: cream
2: (laughs) and stuff. Yeah, mostly milk, like straight up milk. But Ah, uh, and but cheese also. Like that would be a bummer because a lot of good stuff with some cheese uh yeah Steve, I, I don't i don't know what uh was a texas roadhouse is but yeah i know I, I have a feeling i know what you're talking about it's where you eat peanuts and throw them on the ground like animals and just <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah. exactly yeah we, we have places like that too so well not okay. anymore I, I think that went out of style like 10 years ago at mm-hmm. least here because of all the peanut allergies that started but i remember that vividly when i was like a teen it just people just throw peanuts around like yeah, yeah. i'm That's
0: surprised social justice hasn't gotten a hold of that yet and banned it well it's because it's a texas thing i guess no you know it's funny it's like that type of food isn't like texas food
2: it's oh really just like, it's just like yeah Big it's Cal, texas I'm, yeah
0: i mean at least my
1: experience like there's no i don't know yeah, just a strange of. Yeah, i mean yeah it's it's like a steakhouse yeah, so. yeah. nothing great steve what beer are you drinking
2: tonight i'm uh drinking one called hopped and confused it's got uh, it's got a duck, a beaver, a wolf with tits, and a <laughs> bass like on a canoe just going down the river. This is a very Canadian looking beer. Like this is pretty much the stereotype of what Canada's like. It's weird. All right. What's I, your? I ha,
1: have you been writing down like your ratings for all of them? Do you have like a favorite so far?
2: Uh yeah, my favorite actually so far is the Farmer's Daughter. <laughs> I don't know. It was just like a light kind of beer, and uh, it was really good. All
1: right.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I guess it goes with my history.
1: What do you? Are you, uh, are you you're a light IPA type guy? Is that what you yeah, usually? Yeah,
2: that, that's that's my preference. I I don't like the dark uh, IPA so much. So yeah. yeah. What about you guys?
1: I'm actually, I'll drink anything, but I I prefer like the darker beers. I like uh, like dark ales, dark lagers, stouts, porters, stuff like that
0: yeah i'm not a beer guy
1: all right. what's your go-to todd
0: i'll do whiskey the honey whiskey, whiskey. i love that all stuff right.
1: yeah nice you drink it straight or you just you mix it
0: yeah no the honey whiskey i find it's got a good flavor by itself but um it's good for mixing too like you know traditional jack
2: and coke mm-hmm. all
1: right nice right, get some questions <laughs> yes sir
2: So you can ask us those questions uh, on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast, or contact us by email, thehorsequadpodcast at gmail.com. Only two people sent in some questions this week, but they sent a couple of them. First one comes from Weezerface over on Instagram. She says, uh, totally unrelated question. Are y'all still talking about possibly doing some more retrospective episodes like the ones you did for Romero and Gordon?
1: yeah i'd love i'd love to i i'd actually think we should do maybe craven next since he's already passed away he he would maybe be a good one to do
0: yeah and we're also thinking about doing um decades in review as well
1: yes yep
2: yes yeah i think craven would be a good one uh i know some was it kayla last week mentioned wanting us to do a scream retrospective but we could just put that into a craven thing and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think it'd be pretty cool some great movies there so i I would have to do as much research as i did with gordon that's for sure
1: yeah and then we're talking what 2000 to 2010 next possibly 2000
2: 2009
1: 2000
2: 2009 yeah yeah and we're thinking the first week of july so that it's like six months after our last one so Mm
1: -hmm. and we're also we were talking about doing a shining retrospective too possibly Mm
2: -hmm. It's the 40th anniversary of The Shining, uh, so it released. I think it was last week. Uh, it was the 40th anniversary, but of the premiere date, whereas we're going to do it from the uh, wide release date, which is Ju- July, uh, June 13th. So I think that'll be a fun episode as well. Yep. <coughs> uh, her second question: Do you guys have? Uh, do you guys hate it when you expect a monster, ghost, demon in a movie, but it just turned out to be some dude? Or do you like getting thrown off by a twist? Examples: The Boy, It Comes at Night, etc. Hmm.
1: Um, I think it just depends on the movie, really. Um, but yeah, if like I'm expecting it to be like a creature feature or a monster movie and it ends up being none of that, then yeah, I'm I'm disappointed. But if the plot's like really good, I mean, I can go with it.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that too. Like especially if the trailer says going could be one thing and then you get something else it, plus you got it like certain movies you get in a mindset like you said if it's monsters you're kind of like in the zone for monsters like monstrum you know it's gonna be a monster yeah if it turned out to be a rogue human like that
2: would suck you know
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you're
2: I- like expecting a ghost movie and then turns out to be two stunted kids just pretending to be a ghost
1: terrible
2: yeah. just terrible <laughs> You shut your damn mouth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it depends on the movie and how the twist is played off. Uh, one thing that does grind my gears is when I'm watching indie films and the poster is of a monster and the synopsis is of a monster, but you watch the movie and it's just a regular killer and you see, like, that killer in a mask for one minute at the end or something stupid like that, and that just sucks. It's just, yeah, you, know, you went in with expectations and it just completely yeah. bombed. You know, it's a...
1: I was gonna say, no it's actually a pretty good um uh i'm trying to think of the right word a good uh movie for th- this comparison is um i see you because the even though i really enjoyed the movie the poster for it has like this dude and like a really creepy looking mask and that mask is only in it for maybe like 10 seconds and really doesn't have much to do with the movie at all if you know what i'm talking about steve
2: yeah it's a great movie but yeah, yeah. I, I agree that the poster is misleading, and that you only see that mask pretty much under the bed for like ten seconds. So
0: right, yeah. Well, they use that to market, though, right? They want people to think it's about this and not know it's a slower movie or whatever. Right. But yeah, I still, I still get you. But as I say too, along the same lines, like um, when you see an actor on the cover, he's there for like a thirty seconds
1: that's always frustrating
2: yeah one of my watches it's exactly that so i'll get to that later
1: yeah Uh, indie movies love doing that especially like the low the low budget indies uh a lot of the screeners we get sent it'll be like starring so-and-so and and then like they have a five second cameo all right um
2: and our next questions come from mandy she says hey squad i'm gonna ask you this question for the next 27 weeks Brace, (laughs) brace yourselves Starting a thing where I will watch a movie each week based on the alphabet. Uh, I'll get to the letters starting next week. But for this week, what movies do each of you recommend that starts with a number? Oh, oh good one.
0: I'm that a, is going. A, I'm a, I want to jump in. I want to jump Go in. 28 ahead. days later.
1: That's what I was going to say,
0: Todd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch.
2: Do the sequel, too. Do, do a double header.
1: Yeah, 28 weeks later. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one as well.
2: Hell yeah. Uh, I actually wrote down 1408, which is a ooh. good oh, Stephen yep. King adaptation, and 30 Days of Night. It's yeah, yeah pretty cool vampire movie. I'm going to walk over to my blues real quick, see if ooh. I find some other ones.
1: Is it in alphabetical order? I know about? it. You know it. Alright.
0: Yeah. see. Oh, I know. Absolutely. Oh, ooh, 10 Cloverfield Lane? Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good one. Um, I wouldn't recommend 31. That movie sucks. <laughs> But um, the making of is really good. And surprisingly, that's only non or that's only horror movies with numbers in them.
1: If you're a Shining fan, uh, Room Two Three Seven is a really good documentary. But I guess that doesn't start with a number. It doesn't start, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah I was even thinking Thirteen Ghosts, but they spell it with a T, so like they yeah, oh. actually spelled out Thirteen, so it doesn't count. I
1: think the original actually doesn't though. Oh,
2: really? And,
1: yeah, I think the original actually is the number Thirteen. So. Right.
2: All right, uh, so yeah, so thank you, Mandy. So check out one of those films. Uh, They're all pretty good, and we look forward to answering this every week. I think uh, (laughs) it's a cool idea. Uh, Next one, she says, if you had a movie score playing at all times out loud while you were out shopping, which would you choose and why? Oh,
0: my God, Don the Dead. It's
2: got the mall shopping thing.
1: Yeah, it's a good one.
2: That's a good one. It's a real good one.
1: Um, Hmm. I don't know. I, I'll just <laughs> off the top off the top of my head. I will say, The Exorcist, nice. Tubular Bells. Uh,
2: yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I I chose two. Uh, Jaws. I think
1: would be cool to like wow. just stop course, people in the if you're in the beach on the beach. Yeah, I about right. right. that one. <laughs> uh,
2: and Halloween. I think would be cool to have that score just kind of like all the time. Some uh, nice. shopping around um her last question i know you aren't fans of funko pops anymore except maybe steve what's the last one you guys purchase
1: Ooh. yeah i'm not so much as into them anymore but like if i find one that uh so the last one i got was uh chris from get out just because i know they're not going to make a lot of merchandise for that movie so i snagged that one it's him in the chair um like when he's tied down
0: so have a little teardrop.
1: It does. It has the teardrops going gone. down his face. Yep. Um,
0: I don't recall. Um, I really don't. I don't really don't remember. It's been years. Um, I'll, I'm. I see Chucky over
1: there, so I'm gonna say Chucky. Uh, awesome. scarred Chucky or a regular Chucky? Uh,
0: just the regular one.
1: Okay.
0: It's scarred like super rare?
1: Mm-hmm. uh no they made they like years later they made like the bride of chucky one
0: mm. i know Leatherface is is rare for some reason because he's yeah like he, a popular character
1: all of the older ones like uh got retired or vaulted they call it so uh, a lot of them have gone up in price like uh the ghost face now is like a good chunk of change and captain spaulding and oh yeah, yeah some, spaulding i wish i had i uh, i got i got him and he's like i think he's like 80 or 80 to 100 bucks now ghost faces around that price now yeah, it's crazy that's kind of why I like i kind of like i kind of want to get back into collecting them just for that reason <laughs> yeah i only have
0: from what i can see is two of them which is jason chucky and
1: i thought I had michael myers around here somewhere but i don't see him mm-hmm. i sold my uh i had a uh rare uh breaking bad one it was uh crystal blue meth uh, heisenberg he was like all like shiny and like translucent looking and i sold that on ebay for like 150 bucks last year yeah, <laughs> yeah. do
0: you guys remember when toys r us when that was a thing got hit because they were selling those toys with like fake meth and kids were buying them Ooh, no <laughs> <laughs> it was like a big thing for a Jeez. while wow
1: yeah,
2: that's great. It's so, still, so, still so a thing here in Canada, which I'm happy about. Toys R Us. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're wow, still they're still, wow, they're still active in Canada. That's, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so what the one piece of nostalgia I could hold on to, since all the other stuff is pretty much closed yeah. now. When I, um, I mean, they went
1: out of business here, I remember people were dumpster diving and like grabbing stuff, and like someone got like the R from like the sign, and they they were selling really it. Nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> I
0: would love to have like a blockbuster. Legit, like Matt or something.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. I bet, I bet you can find something on eBay.
0: Yeah, they always have stuff, but sometimes, yeah. man, they're crazy do you,
1: price. Do you follow the last blockbuster? There's like one remaining blockbuster in the United States or something yeah, like It's Isn't like
0: Washington or something?
1: I yeah, saw something
0: like Angry Video Game Nerd did a
2: tour of it. Yeah, I yeah. was just gonna say that's why that's how I know about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, as for me, I found well, I so uh as i've talked about in the past i have like seen grooms in the house and one of them is the nightmare before christmas and i had every single pop uh, like every character at least once you know because i don't mm-hmm. tend to buy the like different versions i try to get one of each character but there's one that's been eluding me for years and that's the mayor because oh, wow. he's like five hundred dollars <laughs> or like five hundred dollars plus and it always like bugged me that i didn't have him and uh Two weeks ago they did like a may funko type event where they released a bunch of new uh horror pops that are coming out in the next year and they finally re-released the there nice. so that's the last one i bought i don't have it yet but uh mm-hmm. I'm, and i'm so excited because finally i can put that to the bed and <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah i'll move on nice. it just sucks like when they vault them and it's just you're missing like a piece of your kind of collection it's just yeah uh, what a pain in the ass
1: yeah, um, they, uh, i really i really like the creeper one they just released from uh creep show that one's pretty cool i've seen a lot of people picking that one up yeah i recently. can't wait to receive
2: that one i ordered that one a while ago they have three from creep show they have him the nice. um the scarecrow and they also have the genie in the suitcase
1: oh that's awesome <laughs>
2: yeah so it's from the creep show tv show not the movie right very cool <clears throat> yeah uh and that's actually all the questions we have this week so thank you to uh, mandy and uh, weezerface we appreciate it and uh, please send us some questions we love getting them and we love answering them
1: thank you uh, thank you i was also going to mention about funko pups you uh they're starting to pop up like websites that sell bootlegs have you seen these
2: no are they call yeah. like funko sure, pups
1: yeah. they're like no, it's just
2: people pretending to do them. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: like they're selling like the rare ones for like 20 30 bucks. So like if you do want like the Mare, like and a bootleg version of it cuz I've seen they have the unmasked Jason which like goes for like hundreds of dollars. But you can get a bootleg version for like 20 30 bucks. You know kind of like on Wish how Wish sells the bootleg necklaces. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> or the, what'd you get a
0: Myers Lego? Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, I got uh <laughs> yeah. I ordered a uh God, I think it was supposed to be like a side show Myers or something, and I got a Lego Myers. <laughs> <laughs> That's been that happened to people with the uh, Chucky dolls too. They said you they were gonna get like the five hundred dollar trick or treat Ooh. studio uh, doll for like people were paying like fifty bucks, and they got uh, like a bootleg NECA Chucky figure that was like ten inches tall or something. That's hilarious, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's awful. Um, yeah, what I like about the bootlegs one is they, they do characters that you'll never get. You know, mm-hmm. like Art the, Art the Clown and stuff like that. That There probably will never be a licensed Funko Bob for that. So that's what yeah. I like about the bootleg
1: ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see the Art the Clown figure Trick or Treat Studios is doing? It's pretty awesome looking. Yeah, yeah it's cool
2: that he's getting some love. as a. I mean, I'm sure there's money in it. Like, he's getting more and more popular in the horror community, especially now that there's a, another movie coming out. I think... Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see him a lot more in merchandise,
1: yeah. Agreed. What watched,
2: yeah,
1: sure. Let's
0: do it. All right, I want to hear this uh disappointment you had, Steve.
2: All right, let me just find out my list here. Uh, <laughs> I have such a huge friggin' list of movies to pick from. That's easy to do, it works. <laughs> well, it's so, so, so bragging. Not bragging, because I have no life, so I watch a lot of movies. <laughs> Not something really to brag about. Okay, so this one is called The Zombie King. Uh, it stars, and I, I take I put that very loosely, Edward Furlong and Corey Feldman. So this is, and it's, I saw it on Tubi. So basically, this is a Shaun of the Dead ripoff, where a group of people uh, get caught in a zombie apocalypse and pretend, like, try to be funny but uh, it's not very funny at all they just their jokes just don't land at all uh what's pathetic about it is edward furlong like they show kind of a back story to him but it's one of those things where every time they show a backstory they'll show like 20 seconds of the backstory then cut to the main group doing something and then maybe 20 minutes later go back and show that 20 seconds again but then they add 10 seconds to it at the end and if they just kind of use the same fucking clip and just add 10 seconds every time they show it again, because I guess they only had them like two days on set. So that's all they could fit in. And you don't see Corey Feldman or Edward Furlong really as part of the group until the very, very end of the film. And their performances are just the worst. I mean, Corey Feldman plays kind of the zombie king, and it's just so bad. The acting is terrible. You could tell that they filmed everything in one day. Uh, the movie just sucks. I would not recommend this one at all. The Zombie King. Is he a king of zombies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's kind of like um, a guy who controls the zombies. You know, kind of yeah. like a, I don't know, like in Resident Evil, like that guy controls all the zombies in Resident gotcha. Evil Four, like that kind of guy.
0: Yeah.
2: Does he Terrible. wear glasses
0: the entire time?
2: No, he he has this like kind of makeup thing, and he, and he still has that uh, that hair thing that he had like mm. for. Um, the other quarry there that he cut off in a documentary um, yeah it's awful <laughs> you would think that furlong would be
0: available for the whole damn thing uh, yeah you would
2: think so but uh this was a very indie film <laughs> and yeah. i i think they can only afford them for two days probably pay them on crack <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh man
1: all right, all right. I, uh i'll go you want me to go sure or you want to go all right, I'll go. I only have one. Uh, my, all right, I'll go. Uh, my first one is a 2020 release. Uh, it is called Sea Fever. Uh, currently available on Prime. Uh, this is an Irish horror movie. Uh, it is about a uh, crew, uh, a fishing crew, who are basically uh, out in the middle of the ocean when all of a sudden their ship just stops, and they, you know, they don't don't really know why. So uh, one of the uh, fishermen go and. Uh, dive under to see what's under there, and there's like this huge um, squid-like thing that is holding the boat um, from moving. Um, so they kind of don't know what to do. Uh, the thing finally lets go of the wa- of the ship. The ship moves forward, and what we find out is that the um, like parasites basically that came off of this thing got into the water supply. And anyone who drinks the water supply or uh, showers or anything, um, the parasites get inside of you and basically eat you from the inside. Uh, and that is pretty much the whole movie. And, you know, it's basically the crew trying to survive, trying to figure out who's infected and who's not. Um, it's, it's definitely it's low budget. Um, so I definitely think uh, it, that definitely hampered some of the movie, but, uh, it's still definitely worth a watch. Uh, overall I, I dug it and I would recommend it.
0: All right. That sounds kind of cool. I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about that one.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: All right. Um, one of my, actually had two. So one is Burn, Witch, Burn from 1962. And this is a black and white film, um, English film. And it's, um, super good, man. It's about a professor, who's, like, straight arrow, you know, doesn't believe in the cult, um, believes, like, the the biggest thing you can do to not believe in witchcraft and religion and things like that is just to use your head, stuff like that. Um, Meanwhile, his wife um, is hiding something clearly because all these things are happening positively for them. Like, the husband gets promotions. He's the best best professor. Everyone fucking loves him. And he thinks it's just because he's a cool guy. Little does he know, though, his wife, when they went on vacation to Jamaica, started doing some witchcraft and took a bunch of shit home with her. Um, and slowly he starts unraveling and finding all the things she's been doing. And it makes you think, um, was it all in her and his head? Because they show why some of the stuff happened. Like, for example, there's a fire and it's because a cat knocked over a um, oil lamp. But to the cat knock over the lamp because the girl put a curse on him or was it just an accident so it makes you think like oh it doesn't really answer if it was witchcraft or not um hour and 30 minutes very quick film uh burn witch burn i recommend it
1: i just looked it up apparently it has an alternate title too called night of the eagle
2: that is correct yeah
1: interesting I'll, i'll be checking this one out for sure cool
2: Uh, I forgot to mention my theme this week is indie uh, zombie films because that's kind of a little tangent I went on in the past few weeks. Uh, The next one is called The Dead House. It's also on Tubi. Uh, The story is of three rapists slash murderers who go around and just kill people and rob their places and just rape them. It's just a group of complete douchebags. Uh, They go to a house that has a doctor... uh, Uh, his wife and stuff, and they do 50 minutes of uncomfortable torture and rape. Uh, Just awful stuff. Uh, I I hate rape in movies, so this really rubbed me the wrong way. But uh, then it turns into a zombie film because the guy turns out to be a scientist who has zombies in his basement as uh, he's experimenting on people and stuff. The makeup for the zombies was actually surprisingly decent, but everything else about this movie is fucking awful uh the the actors are terrible the it's almost like the guy who wrote this had some kind of like torture porn fantasy and he was kind of acting it out through these characters i don't know it's i don't know how to describe it it was just really fucking uncomfortable watching the 50 minutes of the torture and rape that he does throughout the film uh i would not recommend this one at all uh, it's barely a zombie flick, and once it does uh, go on, there isn't much that happens uh, other than pretty decent makeup. So Dead House, definitely not recommended.
1: All right. Well, I mean, we're on the apparently the filthy exploitation rape movies here, so I'll go to my next one. Uh, this one is from 1973, and it is called The Candy Snatchers. Um, this one is... This is a weird one, man. This one's really, really quirky um, and just really fucking bizarre. Um, it is about um, these group of criminals, uh, two men and a woman who um, kidnap this young teenage girl um, to extort diamonds from her father. Her father is like a, uh, he works at like a jewelry store and he handles the diamonds. So they kidnap her to try to get the diamonds from the father. Um and basically, what they find and what they find out is, is that it's really not her father, but her stepfather. And her stepfather doesn't give a fuck about her, so he is just like, oh, I don't care. You can kill her, because uh, if you kill her, like I'll get um, her inheritance or whatever. Um, and from there, it just gets like crazier and crazier. Um, the movie um, definitely struggles with its tone because. Man, there's like some like there's like a brutal rape scene in it, but then the very next scene is like they're like joking, and there's like uh, really like zany stuff. So um, yeah, the movie just really suffers from the tonality issues in this one. Um, Has a really catchy uh, beginning song called "Money Is the Root of All Happiness," uh, which like is like a really weird little country song, Um, and also. What I forgot to mention is that there's this, like, um, autistic um, mute boy that sees the criminals, um, you know, kidnapping uh, her. And, like, it kind of follows his story um, with the uh, his mother that's, like, super abusive to him. But it's, like, kind of follows him and, like, what he's trying to do to save this girl as well. Um Overall, I I wouldn't recommend this, but if you're really into um like ex like old exploitation style movies like this, it might be worth a one time watch.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard Quentin Tarantino say something about that movie in an interview.
1: What he said? Do you know what he said about that, it?
0: That he like recommended it as like a good horror movie.
1: Yeah, man, it's so fucking it's so bizarre. It's like one of the more bizarre movies I've seen in a long time. It's it's like there's like (laughs) there's like a chase scene where like it like speeds up like so it's like almost in like fast forward motion with like this really goofy music and like i said it's just like really weird because there's like a really brutal like rape scene and then the next minute there's like a scene where like they're like the ladder breaks and like they're like running with the ladder and it's like a fucking uh you know zany comedy movie so yeah it's 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 Hmm. bizarre uh, it's worth it just maybe to watch for the bizarreness alone. And, like, the mute autistic boy is just, like, so creepy and weird in it. <laughs> All
0: right. So I finally watched uh, Goodnight Mommy from 2014. I think you said this one was... Uh, yeah, same directors that we just talked about, right?
1: Uh, yeah, is, uh, from The Lodge. From The Lodge, yep, yeah, that's right.
0: um, This is in, uh, in German, and it's currently on Shutter. And it's about a two young boys. Uh, they're probably like early teens, you know, 12 ish, maybe 11. Well, a little bit older than that 12, 13. And their mother comes home from getting some plastic surgery done. And immediately things start just going wrong. Um, the mom used to be, you know, very loving, kind, um, playful, et cetera, with the kids. And now she's super cold, very mean, punishes them very quickly. Um, isolates them from everybody. She orders a shit ton of food for them and then gives them orders like, you know, you don't open the fucking door. Don't disturb me. You better be quiet and so on and so on. And they start to suspect that it is not their mother. And who could it be? And there's a lot of torture in it. Um, on both sides, there's a lot of isolation. You feel bad for the kids. You feel bad for the mom. You don't know who the root for because it's very, it changes gears. And I recommend it a lot. Um, if you didn't like The Lodge, this movie is completely different and still on the slower side. Um, but different, like, subject matter. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know if, what do you think, Joe? If they like The Lodge or not like it, do you think they like this?
1: Um, they're very different. So yeah, I, if you didn't like The Lodge, you might like this one. So I think it's worth yeah. a, i mean, it's de- it's definitely worth a watch. It's, it's really good and, uh, it has an interesting twist too.
0: Yeah, I definitely would have put it in my twenty fourteen top ten if I Oh yeah if that was a thing.
1: Same. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: That's my last one. All right. Uh,
2: my last one to round out this uh, indie zombie thing is Zombie Town from two thousand seven, uh, which I also watched on Tubi. Uh this one is the story about a zombie apocalypse that happens, but instead of being kind of the traditional zombies that we see in movies in this one it's like leeches and parasites that infect the body and eventually the leeches and the parasites kind of overwhelm the body and they just kind of collapse and then a bunch of leeches and stuff come out and then they infect you so that's how the infections happen rather than kind of the traditional zombie route Uh, after the first 20 minutes I almost did something that I never do and that's turn the movie off because it was just so so bad but I have a rule to myself that I have to stick something to the end regardless of how bad it is, and that's what I did with this film. And holy shit, everything after that 20 minutes was fucking awesome and totally, totally worth watching. Uh, so it plays a lot, like a bunch of zombie films, like I said, but with the parasites, it kind of added a dimension to it. It brought on a lot of gore, because when those uh, leeches are coming out of the body, it really, they really, like, sh- put up putting the gore on it a lot of blood and a lot of guts and stuff and that's really cool and then when the actual zombie apocalypse takes over this town uh they do stuff that's just really fun like the zombies go into a bingo hall and infect all the old ladies that are playing bingo so the next scene the town's like being overrun by super old ladies that are like killing people (laughs) it's super cheesy it's low budget But this is the type of zombie film that I fucking love. Like, it just doesn't take itself too seriously, but seriously enough where it kind of makes sense. And it's a really, really fun watch, and I'm super happy I watched it. Just get through the first 20 minutes. They're really out of place, and I don't know why. Uh, They even show something that has, like, nothing to do with it. The zombies in the first 20 minutes also don't look the same as the zombies in the next, you know, hour and 10 minutes, which is weird, but I highly, highly recommend this one if you're a zombie fan. Uh, that's Zombie Town 2007 on Tubi.
1: Nice, that one sounds fun. I'll I'll definitely be checking it out. Uh, all right, my last one tonight is from 1985, and this one is a uh, comedy slash horror called Once Bitten, starring Jim Carrey, um, also starring Lauren Hutton. Uh, this one is about uh, you know Jim Carrey's character. He's you know a sexually frustrated teenager who's trying to score with uh, his girlfriend. Uh, She just, you know, isn't ready, doesn't want to have sex yet. So him and his two buddies decide to go out for a night on the town to try to uh, score with a woman when Jim Carrey meets uh, Lauren Hutton's character, who ends up being a vampire countess uh, on uh, the search for virgin blood. Uh, She takes Jim Carrey back to her house Uh, you know, gets him drunk, seduces him, and Jim Carrey wakes up. He thinks he has scored, where really she uh, bit him and is slowly turning him into a vampire. Uh, And the rest of the movie uh, follows Jim Carrey uh, slowly becoming a vampire and realizing he's slowly turning into a vampire. Um, It's a really, really fun movie, uh, really funny, and, uh, yeah, a really, really good time. I highly recommend it. And I mean,
0: I haven't even thought of that title in forever.
1: Have you seen it?
0: Yeah. I, yeah, a I, I, long time
2: ago.
1: Yeah, it's it's a really fun watch. And that
2: last one was Zombie Town, Steve. Yeah, Zombie Town, and it's the one Chibi. from two thousand two thousand seven because there's a few uh, movies called Zombie Town. Okay. But uh, yeah, cool. it's a it's a good one. Cool. i right, uh, we still doing Mount Rushmore. Are we gonna keep that till when Sam comes back? Just waits for Sam. All right. Well, in the meantime.
1: Oh, they're so disgusting. Alrighty, You guys ready for some horror news now?
0: Yup. Yes, sir. All
1: right. All right. Well, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I will just mention it uh, briefly once again here. But uh, what we do in the shadows has been officially picked up for season three. Um, so congratulations to them. Really excited. Um, me and Todd have been talking about it a ton already um within the last few weeks and like i said i think it's the best show on television right now and uh i'm excited to see what they do for season three
0: wholeheartedly agree and i think this would be on if like top 10 of the current decade media oh yeah
1: it's yeah it's been amazing it's been amazing and steve you need to get your ass in gear and check it out yeah
2: i'm I'm looking it up how to get it right now (laughs) (laughs) Jackie Daytona,
1: I fucking love that guy, man. Yeah, yeah, it's all, Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Oh, it's been so good this season. Mm-hmm. But, all right, next bit of news here. Uh, for shining fans, um, it has just been announced that a new at home escape room game is on its way, titled Escape from the Overlook Hotel. Um, the game will be releasing uh, this. Fall, it is billed as the ultimate chance for fans to test their puzzle-solving skills. Uh, Check into this immersive, real-time activity for adrenaline junkies and mystery-solvers a life and experience what it's like to flee for your life. The Shining Escape from the Overlook Hotel puts one or more players in the roles of the unhinged writers, wife and son, Wendy and Danny, who must work together and find a way out of the mysterious resort um yeah so really fun awesome. coming this fall yeah it's yeah it sounds like it's gonna be a, a really really fun um but yeah that will be coming out uh this coming fall so keep your eyes on that and i'm sure once it releases we'll keep you updated um i, st- I still want to
0: do escape room i never
2: have still
1: yeah. i've never done one myself yeah never done like a real one
2: anyway. have you steve they're they're amazing oh yeah i've done yeah. a ton they're so if you get a good one like one that's well themed and everything. Uh, it's fucking awesome. Like the last one I did, you started, like, it was crazy. You go, you started, you're outside, you go into, like, kind of living room, which leads into a mortuary, which leads into, a, like, an autopsy room. It's just, like, fucking
0: crazy. So basically, the movie was accurate and you're just being too harsh on it, Steve?
2: No, it didn't have a fucking full size weight in the <laughs> <a> goddamn building.
1: <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> there's a uh, there's one in Vegas, isn't there? Like a saw one in Vegas. That sounds pretty awesome. Oh yes. yeah, there is actually. Yeah, I've seen pictures. It looks amazing. And there's one here in Salem. Me and Sam have never done it, but yeah, it's there's like it's not horror themed. Like I feel like I would like really like enjoy like a horror themed one, but they don't really have anything like that. So come to where I'm
2: at. We have a ton of horror ones. So
1: yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. I have seen—actually, I they did have a zombie-themed one one time, but yeah. All right. Well, continuing on with uh, The Shining, um, it has also— um, Right now, currently, the Minnesota Opera is streaming an audio recording of its 2016 production of The Shining. Yes, apparently, The Shining was an opera as well. Um, it is available currently on uh, Minnesota Opera's website— um, now through July fifth, so uh, that is something I'm definitely going to be giving a listen to because I just can't even imagine what what the hell that would be like. The shining on, the shining opera. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, all right, next bit of news here. Um, something we reported on a week or two ago was uh, Ryan Murphy teasing um, a spinoff series called American Horror Horror Stories which it, uh, would be an anthology. Well, it has officially been greenlit by FX. So that will definitely be heading our way very soon. Alrighty. Next bit of news here is, uh, Blumhouse and Lee Whannell have teamed up for, uh, upgrade. The movie will be coming a sequel television series. Uh, I mean, have you seen... I, I know me and Todd were big fans of Upgrade. Did you see it yet, Steve?
2: Yeah, fucking loved it.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so I not much uh, really in as far as what this will be about, but uh, obviously a direct sequel um, from the movie, but into a television series. I am super excited about this, especially with Lee and Winnell, uh, you know, obviously coming back, getting involved. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we will report... Obviously, I'm sure like once, you know, this whole COVID thing can't really be filming right now or anything, but once that all ends, uh, we will keep you up to date. All right. Next bit of news here is John Carpenter. Uh, He narrated a documentary called The Synth Wave, uh, The Rise of the Synths, and you'll be able to watch it online uh, this week for free. Uh, So on May 29th, which is the day this episode releases for 24 hours only. The film is going to stream uh, alongside uh, a host of other things uh, on the Synth Rider Festival. So uh, all you have to do is search Synth Rider Festival and you'll be able to check that out. Um, yeah. But sounds like a pretty damn cool documentary. So yeah. All right. Uh, and finally, the last bit of news tonight is the movies that will be coming to Amazon Prime in June 2020. For all of you, those of you with Amazon Prime, here is what you will be getting uh, this uh, this month or next month. All right. The Gallows Act Two, Knives Out, Equilibrium, Incident at Loch Ness, and Frankenstein and the Monster of Hell. Those will all be coming out throughout the month of June. I think the big winner on that list is definitely Knives Out which uh, is a really, really cool uh, whodunit-style movie starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, that one hits June 12th, so definitely check it out. And uh, yeah, that is it for horror news.
0: Um, I want to add a what watched, or actually a what read.
1: Ooh, um, right. It's
0: called Fever Dream, and it's translated from Spanish to English, and it's a very short, like, 150 pages or so. And it's uh, told in the perspective of a little boy whispering into a dying adult's ear. Um, Having her explain, like, go back in time and explain what happened to her daughter. Um, It's very unsettling. Um, This kid is obviously evil. And the mother explains, like, a bunch of things that happened to them. Some of it supernatural. Some of it just plain, you know, murders from people. Um, That being said... I felt the conclusion was a little bit off and it could have had a bigger punch and it didn't really pay off like I would have wanted it to, but as far as unsettling reads go, um, you can do worse. So, Fever Dream. And that's all I have.
1: Alright.
0: I think it's time for trivia.
1: Yes, yes, sir. Um. So, I think there was a discrepancy in the points, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know if you wrote this down or not, Steve, but I know... There was, uh, there was. Some sort of, yeah. yeah.
2: And I, I sent you the revised scores after listening to it very carefully.
1: You did, I did. but I didn't, I did not write it down. <laughs> <laughs> let,
2: let me find them here. Uh,
0: one second. Photo finish though. Some of these answers, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, right. we had some of our listeners, uh, you know, well, Steve went back to the tapes and listened to himself, but we also had some listeners message us saying that uh, a couple of them. I think Sam lost a a point or two, um, <laughs> and, and Steve gained a point or two, if I'm not mistaken.
2: That's correct, and we all got a point on one of them because we literally answered all of us at the exact same time. Yes. So the point scores as of now, uh, you have Sam with 20 points. You have Joe with 22 points myself steve at 31 points and todd at 33 points hanging
0: on by a fucking
2: thread
1: skin of his teeth folks just like
0: last year i think it came down to one point right (laughs) not gonna happen again (laughs) no
2: you're right it's gonna be uh my turn this time
0: oh (laughs) Oh, bold Ah. prediction
2: yeah see if i put any dawn of the dead questions Ever. <laughs> right. <laughs> and for the record, uh since Sam isn't here next week uh this week, next week she will get double the points for her. Mm-hmm. Ships.
0: Wild card. She's just not come for like 10, 10 weeks and get shit in a boy. Right. <laughs> all right. Who's uh who went last time first? I don't remember. I don't remember. I got I a list of questions
1: though. though. Ooh, alright, go for it. All
0: right. From our friend, Eric S. He says oh. Get ready for this one because I don't know if I wrote down correctly. <laughs> what movie is represented on the TV series *Creepshow* in the episode called *The Companion*? It was on a lunchbox.
1: Ooh. Oh. I uh, didn't know the
0: answer, and he had to tell me. So this. Is
1: I was good. like, yeah, it's been a while since I it's, I watched *Creepshow*.
2: Uh, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say, let's go *Dawn of the Dead*.
1: I will go out on a guess and say Creep show the movie.
0: Both incorrect. It would be Killer Clowns from Outer Space, oh. yeah, which is good. Right. Like I said, I didn't know that one either. I was like, cool. Yeah. I
2: thought maybe a Romero reference or something. So took took a shot. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. All right. I'll go next. My theme this week is usually what Todd does, but I'm going to do it this week. Uh, everyone is all taglines <laughs> from <laughs> horror movies.
2: I'm terrible at this. So. <laughs> All
1: right. All right. The, the first one is It's Not What You're Expecting. Um, and uh, I will say it is a movie we have done before on this show. Oh, fucking shit. Um, it's, it's not
2: what you're expecting.
1: Is it Rosemary's expecting.
2: Baby? It is Rosemary's oh, Baby. Oh, very nice. I'm um, disappointed. You're writing down
1: the points, uh, Joe. I am, yeah. Right okay, now, T- Todd, 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 with a point.
2: Right, All right. Uh, I will continue my theme. It's Probably going to be my theme going forward. These are movies that are going to be on my future what watches because I they're in my list of like sixty. Jeez. Um. So, in John Carpenter's Vampires, what's oh. the name of the head vampire? Oh God.
1: Fun. Uh. Uh, fun fact: I've actually never seen it.
2: Really. Oh. yeah that's That's surprising that's a good one man
1: yeah Yeah. i I I thought you would have maybe seen it because you did a
2: carpenter i
1: i that's one of the ones i haven't i haven't caught up on yet
2: that's
0: like primetime james woods man yeah yeah for sure it's great um
1: maybe i'll watch it tonight
0: gosh damn i can i can picture it because he like destroys their motel room and the priest shoots him in the back and he laughs Spoilers for Joe. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh,
2: I don't know. I'm going to skip. I don't know. Okay. Dracula. I'll throw Dracula out there. <laughs> even that's not it. No. Uh, Actually, it's a name near and dear to my heart. It's Valak. Oh.
0: Valak. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like fucking Nun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: yep, that is the Nun. Yeah, that, that's that's, good,
2: that's, that's, that's <laughs> the only reason I asked this question. Because I just <laughs> the same name as the Nun. <laughs> that's a really good. That's a good movie, though. Oh, fucking great. Which, gotta, which Baldwin it. is it? It's uh, Daniel Baldwin, the one from Daniel. King King of the Ants. Yeah.
0: Which which is the one in um, Backdraft? Uh,
2: it's not Alec, think... is it?
1: Is Daniel the one from uh, Biodome, too?
2: No, that's Stephen Baldwin. Okay. <laughs> Dude, how many are there?
1: Fuck. <laughs> oh,
2: it's, a, it's a whole fucking clan. No, <laughs> I, this I, is I think...
1: Billy Baldwin. You know what sucks about being a Baldwin? Nothing. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's actually uh, William Baldwin's backdraft. Oh, man. Fuck, there's so many of them.
0: There. that to me? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Oh, let me pull up notes here. Hold on. Okay. All right. Oh, actually, I forgot to vet this one, because it was off the top of my head. Just one second. Make <laughs> make small talk. Oh, okay.
1: Hi, Steve. Sure.
2: <laughs> you, really got, you really got to watch Vampires, man. It's
1: like, I Yeah, yeah. I... Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, that's like one of the only ones I think I have left, honestly, because I watched like everything from the 80s, and I started making my way into like the mid, the early 90s, so. That is, uh, All right, I was correct. Ready? I, I still got <laughs> to see The Ward too, speaking of Carpenter movies. That's i one right. seen that one. It's the from Lord. like 2000, I think that was the last one you did, it's from like 2013 or 12. With
0: Amber Heard in it?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I don't think I've seen that, yeah, I've never seen that one either. Okay, in the Nightmare on Elm Street part four, what type of bug does a character turn into? Uh, cockroach. I heard Joe speak first. Cockroach. Oh, I'm going to go to the tape on that
1: one. Go sorry. to the tape. I'm pretty sure I said cock. I was saying cock, yeah. and then you <laughs> jumped in. Uh, I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm sure you said <laughs> cock. <laughs> <laughs> all said, all I heard Joe say was cock. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, I'll go to
2: the tape on that. Go one. to the tape. We'll go, go to
0: the
1: tape. We'll go to the tape. Yeah. tape.
0: It's hard sometimes yeah. with the Skype thing, man, cuz you can talk well, at the same that's time, a thing,
1: right? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Taglines, baby.
1: Next, next tagline is Evil has a destiny. Uh, the Omen? Incorrect. Ah, oh, oh. fucking shit. I will oh. say it is from the Okay, two- but you didn't give me
0: a hint. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, well, I'll no let, I'll let,
1: I'll let you I'll let <laughs> you guess again cuz I'll give you guys a hint. It's from the 2000s. Evil has a destiny. Oh my God, it's on the. This I should know this.
2: I'm gonna go
0: the right. I don't know. Evil has a destiny from the 2000s. Did we watch this movie?
1: Um, I mean, we've all seen it, but I don't think we ever did it for. We didn't do it for the show. Um,
0: is it a Halloween H2O?
1: No, but you weren't too far off. Rob Zombie's Halloween.
2: No. Said well, Halloween. Fuck. So... <laughs> You're yeah, too ambitious, Todd. to <laughs> 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 too specific. Yeah. All right. Uh in Leprechaun 2, what type of car do the main characters drive?
1: Ooh. uh, uh, uh a, a hearse. That's right. It's a hearse. Yeah. Nice. That, was, that was a good guess. <laughs> Mm-hmm.
2: And my, so my wife and I are doing this thing where we're watching a movie, and we're, we pick a horror movie like each our turn, and you can't veto; you actually absolutely have to watch it. <laughs> nice you're uh, playing. <laughs> she's been uh, making me watch the Leprechaun series, which is awesome. So
1: Leprechauns <laughs> awesome, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good. Out like the first three are actually all really really. Until, good. Until like in yeah, space and in, in the hood. In space, yeah. Once you get to <laughs> part, yeah. The first three Four. are great. After that, no. <laughs> Part four had a lot of nudity, though, the in-space, I remember. Ooh.
0: Yep. <laughs> All right. Number three. What future A-list star had a starring role in Leatherface, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, part Matthew three? Matthew McConaughey. That's incorrect.
1: No, that's uh, part Two. four or five. That's part four. I'm not sure on this one.
0: Throw some hints out there. Um, can I, I re answer if you have things? Sure, both of you can answer this. Right. he starred in a series of movies that were fucking gigantic
2: <laughs> in the 2000s. <laughs>
1: That's
2: a great uh, hint there. It, well, I can't, I'm like, a, all right, no, I know. Uh, um, if I give you like
0: more, you're gonna be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the movies were like some of the biggest movies of all time oh oscar winning oh um
2: elijah wood that is incorrect yeah i'm thinking of the same movie that he's <laughs> thinking, but not i'm trying to think who would be it.
1: oh vigo mortensen you are correct really? i won't i won't take that point though since i already guessed
2: yeah you're correct no yeah I, he uh I, I, I was thinking of Lord of the Rings, but I, I was trying to think who in Lord of the Rings. Was it wasn't Ian McKellen, that's for damn sure.
0: Uh, yeah, he <laughs> was the leader of the the family in this one. It's actually oh, a really nice. good performance, too. That's a really nice. good movie. Mm. I gotta, gotta rewatch that series.
1: I, I, gotta, re-watch, I gotta rewatch that series, too. I, I haven't seen Part 2 in forever, either, and then I hated it the first time I saw it. So.
0: And Steve, it's got Ken Foray in Part 3, too. Oh, nice. Oh. He plays a survivalist that helps the people.
2: It's pretty cool. good. Very cool.
1: All right, you ready for my last tagline? Yes. I might, you know, I might even throw a bonus tagline tonight just to be nice. All right, but here we go. This Halloween, meet the perfect 10 in terror.
0: This Halloween, perfect 10 terror. Has to come
2: out on Halloween. 31?
1: Uh, incorrect. This um, Halloween meet the perfect ten in terror.
2: Oh, I know, I think. I can't you answer even, anymore,
1: can I? You no. Know? Can, can I answer? <laughs> well, we'll, answer. Let, chat well, me. we'll let will let Todd we'll let Todd guess
0: and then Send me a chat. <laughs> yeah. Perfect ten in horror. This Halloween. It can't be here. I'm not this isn't my answer. It can't be Halloween because that doesn't make any damn sense
2: uh uh
0: jennifer's body
1: incorrect i think i think steve's gonna get it here on his second guess no i was
2: gonna say Halloween. <laughs> but, I mean? no i no, actually no you said Halloween. right yeah. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> no, i'm kidding uh no you know what what jason x
1: it is jason x uh, yeah
2: i knew it, was, give it yeah. give him a point.
1: Right. you want me to give him a point i'll give him a point Except he hasn't got a point does he
2: want the, does he want the point uh, I don't think it's fair.
1: I don't think okay. it's fair.
2: What a good, what a good All guy. Right. Uh, <laughs> I answered twice, so it's too much. <laughs> I was thinking yeah, like Perfect Hand, like Hot Chick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, th- I, I think this is an easy one, so you guys got to be quick. All right. All right. In Suspiria, what was raining down from the ceiling? Glass. No. no. Blood.
0: No. Was it glass? No. What the hell was it?
2: You guys give up? I'll give you another hint each.
0: I don't um, really remember.
2: It, it, it uh, was in, it was raining down from the into the dorm rooms. If that helps. Oh, cockroaches?
0: Nope. Oh my god, I'm fucking stupid.
2: Joe, that... one of the last guess before.
1: Uh... I don't remember.
0: Hold on, let me get you know, throw another one out there so I can get a third guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: that's two guesses tonight. Uh, <laughs> the answer is maggots.
0: Maggots. Mm.
2: Okay. Darn it. That's a
0: really good. You know I don't like that movie, but i love the scene where she falls in the the room of um Razorwire.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Which why do they have that? That's a whole other question, just,
0: but just for that instance.
1: Yeah. I per- <laughs> I I prefer the remake.
0: I still need to check it out. All
1: right, that's it. Oh, you're Are you done? We all done? Oh, huh? Yeah. That's it. All right. I'll throw in I'm going to throw you guys a bonus then for a tagline. Yeah. okay you're never you're probably never going to get this one but i'll say it anyway be afraid be very afraid
0: such a stupid easy one <laughs> it's like it's like too easy you know? like be afraid
2: scary movie yes
1: all right i'll give you do you want me to give you the year is that it oh i thought you said uh, yes I, I thought i had it i'm like i <laughs> <laughs> Mm
0: -hmm. uh be afraid be very afraid is it exorcist
1: incorrect do you want to give you the year the movie was released let's let's do it okay the movie was released in
0: 1958 uh oh um oh what the hell is it called house on a hill
1: incorrect but it is a vincent price movie 13
2: goes. Sorry, no, Steve Stern. Uh, uh, 58. The fly.
1: Yep. The fly is cool. Oh, Are you serious? Yep. Oh,
2: nice. <laughs> uh, I've been on the Vincent Price kick. I'll have like two full weeks of Vincent Price, that uh, rewatch of uh, what watch. So, there's right. the fly.
1: Yeah.
2: All
1: right. Well, all right. Well, that, after... that was a stupid tagline. <laughs> no, I guess in 58, yeah, that's is... like taglines, right? Yeah, yeah, probably that
0: terrified is. people. Like, oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, after tonight, uh, Todd, we've got one point to remain in the lead with 34 points. Um, Steve with one point, question mark, possibly two. Uh, We'll see at the tape. But uh, currently, we'll put him at one point with 32 points to remain in second place, two behind. And Joe with one point, possibly two points. Depending on the tape, but we'll keep them with one right now at 23 points.
2: Boy, pathetic showing from the,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not great out of a potential nine points. Uh, only three points are getting out of. It.
0: <laughs> and if you're a listener and you knew a lot more than us, go in and make fun of us and tell us yeah. that we suck.
2: It, it,
1: it's
0: it's tough
2: when. Trust me, I used to be a listener. Now I'm on the show. It's tough when you're on on the spot. In the car I was a I was fucking aces, like yeah. I <laughs> don't remember, remember all, all the fucking answers.
0: Yeah, I think it was the Friday thirteenth episode you guys did without me. I was like answering a lot. I'm like, ah that
1: could have been up twenty <laughs> points, but uh <laughs> well
0: wow, we did trivia
2: without
0: you, uh, I think Sam played for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, I think it's Monstrum time. Hell
2: yes. Here we go. 물개의 퉁진 것 같습니다.
1: 물개가 실로 있단 말이. 물개는 있습니다.
2: 발톱 자국이나 진핵을 발견하거든! 속히
1: 구하라!
0: Yeah! let me pull up the imdb because steve said it's pretty dope yeah. <laughs> i want you to read it verbatim please
1: <laughs>
0: all right i haven't seen this yet where is it oh there it is came out 2018 oh okay
2: uh, in in Korea, it came out in the US twenty
0: twenty, so it's gotcha. a twenty twenty film here. What the f- okay? Here we go. that's right <laughs> <laughs> Monstrum. <laughs> <laughs> Yun Jiam is a loyal subject of King John Joan of Jasiom. He struggles to fight against a monster that threatens King John Jong's life, and a group of people trying to dispose King John John.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. It it. It. I don't what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It. Yeah. So that so that should just tell you everything you need to know about yeah, the movie. Right. Right
0: that right. wraps it up.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I love it when the MDB things are so weird. Yeah. Uh, all right. Basically it's I don't maybe 1400s, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong.
1: I believe I it was it's fifteen fifteen hundreds.
0: I think it says in the title, huh? There yeah. the title scroll. But anyway, there's this group of like feudal Korean warlords kind of thing. They got an emperor. Um, and supposedly there's a monster out in the forest killing everybody. Um, I say supposedly because there's this evil dude that clearly wants to take over the, the land and kick out the ruler, as you heard in the IMDb profile thing. So there's multiple factions playing against each other. Is it a monster? Is it a human? Is it whatever? Uh, meanwhile you have a disgraced old general that lives off in the woods by himself with his goofy brother and his daughter and then the uh, president or uh, not the president the emperor sends for him to come handle this shit and he gets there and then they go on a hunting trip to either you know figure out what the hell is going on and i'll leave it at that steve this is your suggestion so take
2: over yeah, so I decided to check this out. It was uh, premiering on Shudder. And, uh, you know, the Korean films I've been watching lately have been really good. So I figured, why the hell not? And I really fucking love this film. Uh, in fact, it's currently my number two of, number, of 2020. Uh, I think the story was really good. Uh, I absolutely love the characters. Uh, even if I, you know, had to read subtitles, I could really kind of relate to those characters. I really enjoyed each of their characteristics like you had kind of the goofy sidekick but was still also still a badass fighter and the dad's responsibility of saving his daughter it's just like i love the characters there's a lot of like really funny moments as well uh but not they're not trying to go like too much into comedy they're just kind of things that happen situational comedies that uh, i thought was really funny the action and gore was really fucking awesome and i loved the monster uh, which they call sparkles which is awesome Um, now it is a bit of a bummer but I also get it that's CGI but I think I thought the CGI worked for most of the film really well there are a couple spots where it's a little shoddy but overall I just really liked the way the monster looked and my only complaint about the film is I thought it was maybe 15 minutes too long if that just shortened it a little bit I thought it would have been better but I fucking love this movie I thought it was awesome
1: uh yeah so i really didn't know much about this movie at all uh you know steve recommended it we knew it was on shutter so we figured it'd be a good one uh to review because the listener is easily accessible but i went into this pretty blind i didn't watch uh, a trailer or anything i had heard a little bit of buzz online about it though and uh Yeah, after watching it, uh, I actually really liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I will say I don't think this movie is going to be for everyone. I definitely think you have to be into probably the time period. Um, You either are going to go with it or you're not going to go with it. You know, 1500s kind of, I guess, samurai-ish type uh, stuff in this one. Um, But it's, uh, yeah, I I loved it. Um, Great action sequences throughout. Uh, You could tell it was like somewhat low budget but they worked like what they did with it was amazing um including i would say this is where cgi works perfectly uh almost perfectly anyway because i thought the monster looked really really cool and uh i don't know if it would work as well with practical effects i don't think you would have been able to get the action sequences you got with the monster with practical effects um so i thought it worked Great for this movie. Um, great gore. Uh, you know, the comedy comes off cheesy, but I actually think that's kind of what they were going for, and it, it kind of works, It you know, because most of the movie's pretty serious. So, uh, you know, the brother character kind of provides most of the cheesy comedy, and I thought it worked really well. And, yeah, the monster's awesome. And, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with this one.
0: Uh, I'm going to be all mad, man out, guys. I, 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 I think I wasn't in the mindset to watch this yeah. film. Uh, I
1: could
0: see me, that. Yeah. It took me about three days of doing it in between being on conference calls and stuff like that. So I couldn't really give it my full attention and I didn't want to be the guy that didn't watch the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that being said, the things I did like about it were I liked the main actors. I thought they were really cool, really well done. Uh, I thought the monster for the most part did a pretty good job. Of course, with any kind of CGI, you're going to you get to shit the bed on some scenes, which they did. Mm-hmm. Um most of the comedy didn't land for me per se, but I did like the farting in like the cave (laughs) thing. That was pretty fun. (laughs) And I like the goofballness of the brother. I think it's his brother. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I I think I just needed to be in a a different mindset, like to give it my full attention, especially since it's a subtitled one and you kind of have to pay attention to those, obviously you can't just have it in the background. Right. Um, so I couldn't really give it I'm not gonna give it a bad score because I just like I said I didn't have my full attention to it. But what yeah. I saw was decent. And if you want to see a fun period kind of piece and like you said, you can tell like it had a not a very low budget, but you can tell it had a low budget, but they hit it extremely well. Like the sets are yeah. great. Um the forest and all that, the the costumes, all that shit looked really cool. And I really liked how the monster was like they made it gross when he was eating stuff. It wasn't like, like in, you know, like Jurassic Park, he grabs them and eats them, and it's like not gross, right? But in here, like they would grab them, rip them. We'd see a lot of good after effects, things like that. So I really dug that too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it, like the choreography, like for the fighting scenes, were was great too. Like it wasn't like cheesy, like action sequences. It was like really, really, really well done.
2: Yeah. And I like how the monster had layers. Like it wasn't just. A crazy uh, you know attack everything monster they actually went into a little bit of backstory and showed that the monster you know it's just a creature that was tortured uh, at a young age and just grew kind of you know into the monster that he is so it's just one of those things that I really liked you know they kind of gave it a little bit of an extra layer and Mm. uh, it's also like and I saw this more after, I guess when I was watching it, I wasn't paying too much attention to it because I was just kind of having fun. But a lot of people are saying that it shows a lot of things that are going on like politically now. Uh, they're doing in the movie, but in a totally different way where uh, they're, they're, they're trying to overthrow a government and they're using the monster, which for a good portion of the movie, people don't know if it's real or not. That's kind of what a lot of the movie is about is them trying to figure out if this monster is real or not. And then once the monster does show up, still trying to use the monster to gain a political advantage. There was a lot of, like, political stuff in there. So if you want to kind of see this movie into a deeper light, you can look at it that way. Personally, I just liked it to have fun with it because there was a lot of fun to be had. Just a lot of cool kills, action scenes, some comedy, and some great characters. But how you, what did you guys think of it, like kind of the more serious political side of it?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I didn't really delve too deep into it maybe because it's kind of like a foreign film so like that might have been lost on me a little bit you know when you're reading subtitles and stuff like that it translates a little differently so for me I just kind of went with the fun ride aspect of it and took it as just kind of like a straight action style horror movie um you know because you have the the evil character obviously that isn't the monster but is a human monster, which, uh, you know, was, was cool. And yeah, I, I just took it as that
0: yeah, prime minister is a dickhead.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I, I, didn't really pick that up either. All right. And that, that's one thing about foreign films, right? Because like you said, we are reading and sometimes I'm sure the translation because I've seen, uh, so I'm bilingual in French and English and I've watched French films and they have the English subtitles on and occasionally I glance at them and the fucking subtitles are not at all. what <laughs> the person said on screen, Right. So I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that's lost in translation, unfortunately, but I did think they did a good job because I did get a good sense of what was going on. Uh, I really liked the the uh, character of like the father and daughter and how he's trying to protect her and everything. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a really cool thing. and I really liked the young culture because he was so funny, but I like that he's not just goofy. He's also a great fighter. So mm-hmm. it's not one of those things like you're wondering why the hell he was part of that military if he's such a goofy guy but they actually show that he's quite the badass in his own right so i thought that was really cool as well
1: yeah no they're they're, i mean like all all the characters have like layers to them so like and that's just like great storytelling um and just like a really really great script i mean every character had like something you know you have the daughter who's like a really great character you have um who is the other guy there the her love interest kind of he's like the general or something Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was, he, I mean, he was even a great little side character, and the, bro, the brother and uh, the father were just, you know, I guess kind of the two main characters in this one, and, um, I mean, they were both fantastic, and, I mean, the father's just, like, a total badass, and, I mean, I, I, you know, yeah, it was good. I mean, I, I liked it all. Like I said, uh, you know, you could definitely see where the budget shows a little bit. Um, it was kind of, it kind of all took place in two locations you got you had the wood section of the movie and then you had um the the palace section um i would like to maybe have seen a little bit more uh you know scenery and whatnot but you know for the most part it didn't bother me too much but that would be like my one somewhat negative on this movie
2: yeah one one negative that i would have and i don't know if you would agree um i didn't love the end yeah. So, uh, you know, the spoiler, obviously, because we're talking about the movie uh, at the end, it looks like the father uh, sacrificed himself. But then you find out that he actually survived and then they go back and show you how he survived. I thought all that was kind of unnecessary and I kind of liked it that he sacrificed himself. Yeah, as uh, crazy as that sounds, and I thought it was a little cheap that he survived. But I don't know. Uh, how do you guys feel about that?
1: Uh, yeah, like, so, like, when he, like, I was like, man, not everyone can survive in this movie, can they? And, like, they end up all surviving, which is okay, um, but, like, I did, at first, when they showed that he survived, I was, I was like, how the fuck could he have possibly survived that? And I hated it, but then, once they actually did show it, I was like, okay, I guess I can go with it. So, it didn't bother me that much.
0: yeah. It seems like Korean films tend to have, like, try to make you more emotional than you have to be, um, with like feeling about characters. So like it was kind mm. of a little bit funky, but yeah, I would prefer that just a straight ending.
1: Yeah, I would have liked to have seen uh, Monstrum's death a little better too. Like, it just kind of like the explosion happens and then they just kind of show him and did it kind of looked like he was breathing at one point. I don't know if that's just me, but he may have just been moving around. But I don't know, I would have liked to have seen a more a better demise for him? Like, maybe, like, see him actually explode or something like that.
2: But did he demise is the question.
1: Well, that's right? what we... I, I don't know. Yeah. You,
2: you leave it open for a sequel always, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I, you always yeah. leave yourself a little wiggle room to bring something back. Um, well, why, I should. Why, is,
1: why is every big monster always blind, by the way? Or have some sort of... Uh, impairment. Like, uh, impairment, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> make it... Make I it.
1: Guess, yeah, I easier. guess so they can get away for yeah.
0: They should have just stabbed his ass in the cave when he was sleeping, like, through the freaking brain. Mm-hmm. Game over, but, yeah. yeah.
1: That other guy kind of sacrificed himself for nothing, man, because Monstrum <laughs> broke out of right? the cave. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <"That's fine." laughs>
2: yeah. and that, that, that farting bit really got me, too. I know that you mentioned <laughs> it. I, I don't yeah. know what it is. It's it, like, I... I, I didn't because I, I watched it first i didn't see it coming at all and it just fucking when it came out i laughed so hard it was just like was yeah one of those really funny moments
1: and it wasn't like overly like cheesy and comical where it was like this big thing so like yeah i mean like for the most part like this movie's like 90 percent serious like but they do throw in these little comedy bits here and there just to kind of soften the uh tone a little ratings yep did uh, so i mean are, are, we, are we we're 100 classifying this as horror correct um, I, mean, I, okay. I think because there's, there's a, a lot of gore right. there's
2: a lot yeah yeah the creature a lot of gore it, it's action horror right it's
1: yeah, yeah i would cl- i would classify it action horror yeah
0: what's that one from a couple years ago korean film 2 the host
1: yeah or is that japanese actually, that's so funny because uh the director we interviewed today actually talked about that movie in the interview <laughs> yeah,
0: similar kind of vibe just different mm-hmm. time periods
1: yeah
0: but yeah it's a it's a creature feature
1: mm-hmm. uh, all right i guess i'll give my rating first um so yeah i mean overall i like i said I, I i really enjoyed this one it was uh it was very fun um currently it's definitely sitting in my top 10 of the year which right now it's kind of becoming the year of the foreign horror film um you know i already have a, a couple of foreign horror on the list with possibly more to come so we shall see um like i said this definitely is not going to be a movie for everyone um if you aren't into you know action war style movies this might not be the one for you but if you are into that and can you know get on board with the the time frame and setting and all of that i think you will definitely enjoy this one and be in for a, a pretty fun ride and especially if you like creature features um so yeah i'm going to give this one an 8
0: what other foreign movies do you have in your top 10 the platform Oh uh, the platform. Yeah. Forgot about that. Um uh, I'm I'm going 6 and a quarter. I'm not 6 and a quarter. 650. Um 6.5 just cuz you know I I thought if if it would have caught my attention more I would have given it more of my attention. Um but it just didn't grab me. And that's probably mostly my fault cuz I didn't give it a chance but um 6.5
2: yeah, th- that's one, you know, I-, I don't know if you guys do this, but at the end of the year, I revisit a couple of the films that I feel need revisiting. Like, I'll do that with uh, The Lodge and stuff like that. Uh, uh, this is one I would revisit just to, with, like, with your full attention. Yeah, I will. Um, as for me, like I said before, this is now in my top two <laughs> of the year so far. Uh, I give it an 8.5. I, re- I was really into this. I really fucking loved it. And one that I look forward to watching again as well, just because I enjoyed it so much. So I'm comfortable with an
0: 8.5. Oh, no, Sam didn't watch it, huh?
1: No, no she didn't. I would be in, I honestly don't think this is one she would be into as much, because she's not into, like, I just feel like she, I don't know, though. You never know, though.
0: You never know with that woman. <laughs> Um all right. Well I think it's uh safe to say that we approve of the film, so it's on shutter. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Um I did we are we toying around with what we're gonna watch next, or are we gonna do a uh a probably a pick
1: again? I think we're gonna do a classic. Yeah. We'll we'll mm-hmm. have to think out we'll figure out a theme and just keep an eye on our social medias and uh we'll probably be doing a poll up on Saturday for what movie we'll be doing for next week. So cool. Yeah. Yep. All Mm -hmm. right.
0: Well, thank you for listening. If you have the time, head over to iTunes and give us a review. Uh, That helps us out. Tell your friends. And thanks.
1: Bye. Bye. All right. Bye.